your hosts, Dalton and Ryan. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and joining me as always is my good buddy. This is Ryan. And this week, well, we had a whoopsie. Whoopsie! Yeah. Like in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Before we get to that, um, some things that happened this past week. Uh, I am now a year older. I turned 29. Hooray. Yeah. Hooray. And uh, that meant a little, little bit of birthday cash. <coughs> Nice. Which, which meant me taking advantage of those uh, last hours of a few, like, December, January sales that were going on. So, yeah. um, things that I added. Our list gets bigger. And the list grows. Yes, it does. Uh, sorcery, parts one and two, which we, ha- we had part three, so now we have all three. Um, cool. I got that in a, a bundle. Uh, Viking Rage, not sure what that is, but, uh, just, you know, another bundle game. Um yeah. I pre-ordered Persona 5 Strikers and of course you I, did. I got the digital deluxe edition so we will get it 4 days early. So Of course you did. Maybe uh maybe we can check that out in the first couple of days and then pump out a thing for the release day. Maybe bring some new some new years in, you know. Yeah. Uh but I'll I'll, I'll keep you posted on that and we will let the listeners know. Um Retrowave. So this game Retrowave, it you know those videos you see on youtube of like a car and you're like driving down a highway and it's just playing retro wave music yeah okay so it's that but you're actually driving the car that's awesome i haven't played it yet but to me it looked like outrun meets what i watch and get stoned on youtube so i was like this is it was like a dollar fifty i'm like i'm in i'll take it yeah no that's that's awesome so uh, a game that was recommended to me because of uh, this game that we're playing this week, uh, King's Quest. Um, uh, I believe it was Phil Gardside uh, was telling me to check out Toonstruck, which is another point-and-click game, because Christopher Lloyd is the main character. Like, you play as That's Christopher awesome. Lloyd. It's a FMV game. And uh, I couldn't pass that up, so it was like 10 bucks or so, 15 bucks. So I snagged that, and then he writes me on Steam, and he's like... Uh, I was going to get you that for your birthday, but I see that you jumped the gun and went ahead and got it for yourself. So he gave me like a little Steam credit instead, which I ended up getting, um, what is it called? Record of Lodos War, Deed Lit, and Wonder Labyrinth. Hmm. Which What's that it's one? It's an early access game, but it is, um, did you ever play Castlevania Symphony of the Night or any of the Castlevania games? Yeah. Okay, so it reminds me a lot of Symphony of the Night. Um, but it's characters from Record of Lodos War, which I've never heard of, but apparently is a pretty good anime. Um, mm. And Dave, actually from uh, Tadpog, shout out! I'm wearing my Tadpog shirt as we record this. Uh, he's letting me uh, borrow some of the episodes of the, the anime, so I'm gonna check that out. Nice. Um, I was playing some of the game before we went live, just so I could talk about it and. Yeah, I was really enjoying myself. It reminded me a lot of Hollow Knight too, because you know Metroidvania. So, no. Oh, that reminds me. Before we go any further with this, I was asked to ask you. Nate was very interested to see what you had to say about Hollow Knight, but you unfortunately were sick. And also, welcome back. Oh. So, yeah. real quick for Nate, what did you think of Hollow Knight with the time you spent? I loved with it? it. It was good. It it was great. As aggravating as it was, like I'm. I, I catch myself going back and playing more of it. Like I sit down and get like twenty, thirty minutes in. 
that that was my thing with it too was like it was so frustrating but once you beat the part that you kept losing at it was like it was almost like a good nut it was just satisfying you know (laughs) you felt fulfilled but and uh yeah no i i love i loved hollow knight i love it that was a good one yeah we'll uh we'll definitely be having to add the sequel to the list whenever it comes out for sure yeah for for sure um so some other games i snagged uh battle chasers night war i got that on steam um dragon fantasy the black tome of ice which is like a old school graphics style game we already had one of the dragon fantasy games i just figured i'd grab the other one it was stupid cheap yeah um i got this game specifically for you it's an rpg game but it's called night bewitched and you play as a female and there's like a there's like a lesbian romance thing going on but it's like not sexualized you know what i mean it's like a lgbt game so i was like i'll throw that in there for ryan i know he'll enjoy that hooray yeah that's awesome vampire the masquerade coteries of new york it is a visual novel so we don't have to worry about like janky gameplay it's all about it's almost like a choose your own adventure type thing you know what i mean right so that should be cool um reluctantly because i wanted the created the create a wrestler stuff i bought two more expansions for wwe 2k20 did you i did i wanted to create a create a wrestler stuff so bad it's been teasing me from fucking year now Uh, um i want to we have that on is that on the steam library 2k20 yeah yeah and and 2k19 as well i might i might have to download that and start one of those up um if I'm going to recommend you pick one, I would say 19 because it's not going to crash nearly yeah. as much. But 20 is pretty good. No. Yeah. Uh, so I know I added a bunch of shit, but there was a bunch of good sales going. I actually didn't spend all of that much. I, I picked up a couple games for the Switch did, the other day. Did you? Well, while, while I'm finding <laughs> yeah. the other ones I got, what did you... Uh... I picked up the uh, the Castlevania collection. Nice. I just it's added got, that to Steam yeah. recently. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I picked that up for the Switch. And then I picked up uh, Doom. Ooh, which one? Well. The uh, the first, the, fir- the first one. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I picked up two Warhammer games. Uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of a Diablo Baldur's Gate style game, mm-hmm. and uh, Warhammer Vermintide Two. And I played a round or two of that. Uh, my first impression was it's a hundred and seven gigs. It's a big ass game. Um, Jesus Christ! But it's it's the game. It's basically the gameplay of Left 4 Dead 2. Like, there's four characters. You choose one of the four yeah. characters. They each play differently, and then you guys run through the level. And instead of zombies, you're fighting, you know, gnolls and goblins and just fuck, dude. I cannot tell you how many things. I ran up to this one thing and sliced its fucking arm off, and it swung at me with its other arm, so I sliced that arm off too. It was That's sweet. cool. <laughs> Lots of decapitations, cool. blood everywhere. It was really cool. Right. So I feel like with a group of people, that would be a fun game to play. So any, yeah, if, for sure. You know, any listeners, if you have uh, Warhammer Vermin tied to, hit me up. Let me know. So uh, code, I added Code Vein, mm-hmm. which uh, I looked. <laughs> some of the one of the re- the review that sold me on it on uh, on Steam was something like, "If you're a fan of Dark Souls games, this game's a four out of ten. If you're a fan of those games and you really like anime, this game's a 10 out of 10. So so I was like, all right, I'll check it out. They were just saying that, like, as far as just being a Souls game, it's meh. But if you really like anime, and, like, I guess there's Code Vein anime, (coughs) I said, check it out. 
<coughs> and that leaves me with the final thing that I got, and I wanted to uh, spotlight this particularly. Um, Tom, uh, or as people might know him, Coda Pill, the developer, and uh, he's a member of the Factory Sealed crew. He released a game called Fragments. Now, we talked about that he had done Recruit 1, which was a little free game that he had released, like a little, little puzzler. Yeah. And uh, we both enjoyed that. And Fragments is his new game. And I played through it. Um, I have to play through it again because I, I want the true ending. I didn't get the true ending. I tried, but I didn't. Uh, without spoiling too much, it's a very, very cool game. <clears throat> it's not very long. There's no combat. It's all puzzles and, and memory and piecing yeah. together things. And... Uh, it, it's a really cool story. Um, <clears throat> oddly enough, I really related to the the subject matter. Like I've been there of what it, it was talking yeah. about. Um, so I, I think it's on sale right now for like two forty nine, and it's when it's not on sale, it's two ninety nine. So like, please, yeah. any any listeners, uh, if it would be a personal favor to me uh, to go buy my buddy Tom's game, Fragments by Codapill, C O D A space P I L L. Uh, he's the man. It's a really cool game. It's worth three dollars. You will put more than three dollars worth of time into it. I really enjoy it, and uh, I cannot wait to see what else he does because I know, I always see him in RPG Maker, and I'm like, yes, brother, keep keep giving me stuff. And I told him, I was like, hey, you uh you keep you keep pumping these games out. I'm gonna keep playing them and talking about them. Eventually, I want you to do a game with some voice acting, and I want to be an NPC, even if I'm just like just a character that's like oh you go you go west and you will find your destination <laughs> your final destination dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so that uh that in uh, uh as far as news i mean xbox hiked gold price up to try to make everybody move to game pass ultimate and then they yeah. they backtracked on it because they realized how fucking dumb that was yeah um it it was it was dumb i'm glad they backtracked like i agree double doubling the price of your service out of nowhere too like no yeah. no warning just did it and then they're like oh uh, never mind get the fuck out of here uh well this this week man we played king's quest but <laughs> uh caveat so yeah. when i told ryan we were playing king's quest i should have specified that we were playing uh, the 2015 or 14, I think 15, re-release or like reboot of the series because Ryan dove into some of the really older, the older King's Quest games. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I played. I played the first chapter of the new games. There's five chapters in all. So I am going to leave uh, both of these on the list (laughs) that we'll get back to eventually. so we can play some of the other chapters because the first chapter and the one I played is the longest chapter. The rest of them are much shorter. And uh, the games that you played, you said you used the guide and they weren't very long at all. Which, but you got to think when those games came out back in the day, you had to figure out those puzzles with no guide. And yeah, fucking a. I I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But yeah, I, I tried doing it on uh, the King's Quest that I was playing, and. Whew, I I fucked some shit up. I so at the end I was like I was lost on this one part. So I looked up a guide, and in the guide it was telling yeah. me to do this stuff, and I'm like, well, I I can't do that. So I had to backtrack and piece, read the whole guide, and piece together like what I did where wrong and what I needed to go do now to fix it. And I, oh man, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. I didn't have to save scum though. I'm proud of myself. I did not save scum. Um, but uh, obligatory 
uh, Wikipedia bullshit for my game, and then we'll do this again in a little bit. <laughs> uh, King's Quest, the 2015 release, is an episodic video game series developed by The Odd Gentleman and published by Activision under the Sierra Entertainment brand name for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. It is a new reimagining of the long-running King's Quest series. While it is an adventure game like the previous games in the series, the interface is not fully point-and-click. The PC version only uses point-and-click for the dialogue and the first-person scenes. The game is one of several attempts at resurrecting or rebooting the King's Quest franchise since 1998 and its first chapter was released some 32 years after King's Quest 1. The new chapters are seen as neither a remake nor necessarily a sequel, but a reimagining. The original games are considered to be part of a canon, part of the canon of the new series, as each chapter will take place between those games, but previous games may be reinterpreted in completely new ways. Now, I have no experience with the original King's Quest games, but what I can... Apparently I do. I was going to say, apparently you do now, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um... One of the things that stuck out to me for this game was immediately the art style was awesome. I loved it. It's like cartoony, but it looks painted, yeah. and it's really, really cool. Um, yeah. And then I heard my character, like, because you're being narrated by the old man version of your character, Graham, and I recognized his voice right off the rip. I was like, that sounds like fucking Doc Brown, and I looked it up, and sure as shit, it is Christopher Lloyd is the is the voice, right? Little bit later in the game, you come across a merchant, and I'm like, this merchant sounds like Spongebob without the uh, helium, and looked it up, boom, it was Tom, the the voice of Spongebob. I was like, son of a bitch! Uh, Zelda, uh, Zelda Williams, got it, I, yeah. I blanked on her last name for a minute, Robin Williams' daughter, she did voice, voice acting in this. And uh, nice. I cannot remember the actor's name, but there is a guy that you meet, and he is a big black dude in armor, and... I recognized his voice immediately too, but I can't pin where I know it from. He just has one of those voices. Like I think he's a voice actor. You know what I mean? Like he's mm -hmm. just got that voice. Um, but from from everything I've gathered, man, this is a great retelling. Um, I watched uh, I don't know two two hours. It was like a four video block on YouTube of this guy tearing this game to fucking shreds, and then at, wow. and then at the end being like. It's pretty good. It's just not. It doesn't hold up to the old games, but then I go and look at reviews on Steam and like other reviews and stuff, and people are like, "Dude, this game was fucking awesome." Like, yeah. I, I asked, uh, I asked the Metal Jesus Rocks community on Facebook what they thought of it. Everyone that commented said that they absolutely loved it, and a lot of people said nice. the same thing that I'm probably gonna end up saying for the next ten years. And it was like, "Well, I played Chapter One, but I never went back and played the other ones." Like, I don't know. I need to get back to that. Yeah, but. That being said, Chapter 1 was free, and all the other ones you had to pay for. It was kind of like when the the Batman series came out, and they released it in episodes. Yeah. But this game had everything that you would you know expect from an old point-and-click style game, uh, doing the puzzles. Um, there was one part where the, the merchant's wagon had a wheel come off, so you had to go and find a wheel, something suitable for a wheel. Um you had a, you had three choices. You could go into the alchemist's place, and they had a table that you could take the the table and go use that as a wheel. Um, you could go into the armorer and get a shield off the wall that was a giant ass shield and use that as the wheel, or you could go in the bakery shop and get a giant ass round loaf of bread and use that as a wheel. Um, now here's the thing: loaf of bread. I I went with the shield right because that was just the first place that I went, but. You can make any of those decisions. Now, 
another thing that's just a little thing that they don't hint at or whatever, right? But when you walk in, and I just used adventure game logic. When you walked in, and I grabbed the shield, and he put it in his cape. So his cape, his mom said, is sewn with so many pockets he can hold whatever he wants in it, right? So he'll get the biggest of yeah. shit and just throw his cape around it, and then boom, it's in his cape. So you grab the shield, and on the counter, there's a little metal tin with a sign that says tips tips here right so i walked over and i paid for the shield and i walked out well later on the lady was super happy that she made a sale while she wasn't in her store right so she became more friendly towards me whereas had i not paid she'd have been pissed off because somebody robbed her while she was gone yeah she also congratulated me later because when i would exit this one part of town so there's a you get to the gate in town and it's a wood gate it's shut and it's locked and it's got scratches all over it but there's yeah. vines going up the wall next to the door. So you can climb up these vines and rocks and go over, and that's how you get into town. Well, you can then open the door and go back out, right? But I noted that when I first came up to that door, it was locked. So every time I would leave town that way, I would turn around and shut the door. And it would shut the doors, and that thing would fall back down, and it would lock again. And I did that every time. And at the end of the game, she ended up thanking me for always shutting the door behind me and keeping the town safe and all of that. And it was like, oh, it's cool how those, yeah. those little things add up, your little decisions. Now, on the opposite end of that, uh, I found a picnic table. Then there was some star fruit that I needed. Uh, but there was also a big buzzing beehive. And so I didn't think about it. I hit the tree so the, the fruit would fall, and it made the beehive fall onto the picnic table. There's nobody there, but... So yeah. I grab the fruit and I leave. Well, later on, I find a fruit picker that a guard had been using, but then he wasn't using it anymore. Uh, and then I walk into the bakery later to go get it, to give him some uh, bitter root. And he just looks like he's got hives all over him. And I'm like, what the hell? So on the picnic table was a love letter confessing his love for s some woman, right? So you walk in and you find out that that was his, the baker's. And you're like, what, uh, what happened to your face? And he was like, "Oh yeah, there was a bunch of bees up there, and uh, but we weren't gonna let that ruin our, you know, ruin our day." So uh, at the end, I had done the potion people's things right, so they were outside in the court. I had done the blacksmith stuff right, so she was out in the court. Baker man wasn't out there because what I should have done is went and got that fruit picker first, then went back there and picked the fruit with the fruit picker instead of hitting the tree, which would have not made the bees fall. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're supposed to hit the tree, the, the fruit falls, and the beehive falls, and you grab the beehive with the fruit picker and throw it off the mountain. That sounds... That's adventure games Remarkably like <laughs> Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. It's probably... Uh, that, that style is probably where Animal Crossing got it. It was all these adventure games back in the day. It's having to do... So, I fucked up there. But it was really cool, man. I don't want to spoil too much um, because this yeah. is a story-driven game. But you play as Graham, you go through his uh, applying to become a knight and going through the trials and the competition and all that. It's fantastic. I really loved it. Yeah. Uh, I would give it uh, an 8. I'd give it an 8. Uh, I need to play the rest of it. But so far, it's been really fun. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I would ask you what you thought of it, but I know that you did not play it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not play this King's Quest. But, I played the original... But I'll tell you... Th the original King's Quest, apparently. The, uh, chapter one was called A Knight to Remember, but it was like, you know, Chivalry Knight. Yeah. Um, chapter two is called 
Rubble Without a Cause. Uh, chapter 3 is Once Upon a Climb. Yeah. Uh, chapter 4 is Snow Place Like Home. And Chapter 5 is The Good Night. Yeah. So, they're all punny. And Christopher Lloyd's character makes puns the entire game. The entire game. He He's, like, trying to catch a frog. And he, he just yeah. keeps telling jokes. And his granddaughter, who's listening to you, is like, All right, Grandpa, I get it. Enough toad jokes. And he goes, That's okay. My throat's getting hoarse anyway. I think I've got a frog in it. <laughs> all kinds of stuff like that. Well, King's Quest 2015, I recommend it. Uh, yeah. Is I don't want to go super deep into it, like I said, because I don't want to spoil it. It's a really rich, just fun experience. It's cheap. Go and the first the first chapter that I'm talking about is free. So like, if anybody wants to go play this and check out what I played, it's fucking free. Um, you'll really enjoy it. The trolls that you the bridge trolls are absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah, no, the bridge trolls in. The the version I played were hilarious. I had to feed one a giant pie, and then he gave me, he helped me. But uh, so okay. So speaking of <coughs> the games that you played, damn, I pulled up King's Quest because apparently when I was looking through the Steam library, I only saw one of them. I didn't see there was more than one King's Quest available. Yeah, there's a King's Quest, and then there's King's Quest Collection. Yeah. Apparently, I played the collection. Yes, and the collection is a graphic adventure game series created by American software company Sierra Entertainment. Uh, yeah. It is widely considered a classic series from the golden era of adventure games. Following the success of its first installments, the series was primarily responsible for building the reputation of Sierra. Uh, Roberta Williams, co-founder and former co-owner of Sierra, designed all of the King's Quest games until the series reboot in 2015. The King's Quest series chronicles the saga of the royal family of the Kingdom of Daventry through their various trials and adventures. The story takes place over two generations and across many lands as the heroes and heroines fight villains such as evil witches and wizards. And so, which one of these did you play? I ended up playing one, two, three, and part of four. Um, I did use walkthrough guides while playing them so they they were kind of like speed runs like but without those walkthrough guides god i never would have figured this game out because it's <laughs> one of those it's older the game's older than i am like yeah by a couple of years and it's one of those old like you get your directional arrows like the up down left right but to do commands and stuff you act like literally have to type it out like that's because type uh out, from pick up acts like shit like that what like, i'm reading here it says uh the first king's quest was published originally for the ibm ibm pc jr in 1984 yep yep it's definitely older than i am like and then this um the su- it was it was really it was really fun though like i'm not gonna lie it's very nostalgic taking me back to those very old school style games and i kind of i kind of wish that you actually had played these ones instead of the other one now <laughs> i know right like, we should have uh we should have planned that out better yeah but it's all no, right the, these these were super fun um without the walkthrough guides i never would have been able to even complete the first one like even though the maps are not large they are they they just keep resetting. So if you walk through like the top tile, you just end up in the bottom tile of that row. Like oh, okay. so so it seems like you could walk forever, but the map is actually super tiny. Like um, 
Now they didn't make they didn't make the games overly difficult, but some of them were a bitch without that guide. Like, and you still play as Graham, right, Sir Graham? Uh, yes, I think you're Graham up until um, let's see, you are Graham up until number is it four? Four, I think. From what I'm reading, you take over as his children. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then, then that means in the new one, then he was telling stories to his children's children. Gotcha. Because yeah, it says uh, in four, picking up immediately where King's Quest three left off. Uh, King Graham tosses his children his adventurer's cap. He suffers a massive heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Well, uh, I know the original King's Quest games, man. They uh, they fetch a pretty penny. I believe it. Like is is old school and as basic as this game was graphic wise control wise all of that shit it was really it was really fun surprisingly here's a a sealed a sealed copy for the commodore amiga uh of king's quest 5 it's 499.99 what's the uh sega master system version going for wow um somebody is selling it Cart only, no box, no nothing for thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, there's somebody selling. If anybody, if any listeners are interested, a brand new factory sealed Sega Master System for twelve hundred dollars. That's not worth it. <laughs> no. I I love my Sega Master System, but twelve hundred dollars a little steep. Okay, so here you go. King's Quest yeah. Sega Master System factory sealed three hundred ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. Those are those are cool games. Okay, so this has nothing to do with our episode, but this just struck me. This can't be real. Power Strike for the Sega Master System, factory sealed. How much do you think it is? Power Strike, seventeen hundred dollars. Four thousand nine hundred ninety nine ninety nine. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's insane. Plus nineteen ninety nine shipping. <laughs> that's wild, man. Somebody doesn't know the actual worth of the game, so they just set it at like an extreme price. And hope somebody on eBay will pay for it. Yeah. Until they can actually figure out the value of it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a weird thing that happened with Disney movies. <coughs> like everyone was saying that those movies were worth a ton of money. And you could go on Amazon and eBay and people were trying to sell them for like four or five, six thousand dollars for these Disney yeah. VHS tapes. And I'm like, I've got a small fortune worth of those if that's the real case. But then you look and the ones that are actually selling are like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's none of those fucking expensive ones are selling. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would like to get into uh, collecting the the big box PC games. I, I really don't care necessarily if they're sealed. Uh, mm-hmm. Either way, I don't have a way to play them really. I mean, I've got a disk drive and a different PC that doesn't work anymore that I could take out and put into my computer. But my computer's mm-hmm. got no room, or it doesn't have a spot for a, a fucking disk drive. So I have to either figure out how to have it hooked up and then have it external or just deal with not having it but and just collect yeah. collect the games because man some of those things they came with like all kinds of cool shit in the box like cloth maps and all that it would just be super yeah. super cool to have um well man uh, i feel like this episode's kind of strange because we both played different games and we played we played the same game we just played different iteration timeline <laughs> different versions of the game yeah um if you had to pick out of the ones you played which one did you enjoy the most one uh i really liked one and two one and two yeah they 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 
as the, as the series got further into the line that I was playing, it went away from that like straight up adventure style. Like you were talking in your version, it's talking about Graham as a knight, right? Uh, you were on the like in the one that I'm doing. You're on the way to becoming a knight. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the in King's Quest, the original. You are already a knight, and the king is like, if you grab these three treasures for me, I'll make you king. That's that's like the deal. So you you end the first game as king now, yeah. and then it goes. But it, it moved away from that like point and click or like type out the command thing to just more of like a straight out like kind of like point and click style. Yeah, I mean that, that's probably as the engines evolved too. You know, yeah. and, and more games started coming out, it was probably a lot more user-friendly to be point and click especially like once people started getting mouses because like when king's quest first came out there was probably no mouse or if you had a mouse it was like a new thing you know what i mean yeah and that's fucking crazy to think about (laughs) that's wild yeah no for sure for sure those like we have some like i think the first gothic game uh i don't think i don't know if there's mouse support for it i think it's all keyboard i think so but uh fucking nuts man but yeah um, but yeah, my favorite out of that collection that I actually got to play was one and two. Nice. I will, uh, I'll dive into them eventually. <laughs> eventually. It's like our tagline. Yeah. I used to always laugh when I would be, uh, watching or I'm sorry, not watching, but listening to Tadpog and Tyler and Dave were like, you know, leave us a five star review and leave a game that you'd like this to play. And we promise we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> It's like their thing, and it makes me laugh every time. And now I relate to it so hard, right? Yeah. I relate to it so hard. Um, <clears throat> so before we bother Steamy, uh, I have been batting around in my brain ideas for maybe like a Patreon thing, right? Yeah. Um, so what, I, what I've kind of conducted, and this is just a work in progress, listeners. So if you have any feedback or like comments, concerns... Please, Discord, Facebook, you know, let us know. Um, but I was thinking... All Patreon pledges get a free OnlyFans account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with daily pictures of our buttholes. Woo! Yes. <laughs> buttholes playing video games. <laughs> uh, I can think of so many good taglines. Uh, anyways. We're, we're, we'll run it. We'll run it. <laughs> we'll let you know. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. Um, but I was thinking $1... Just be like, you know, support the show, and if we do any uh, side episodes, like I was thinking maybe like, you know, we could do about, like we could watch something and talk about it on there, uh, you know, have have the people who contribute a dollar or more, they could like, we could have a vote on different things like animes or or yeah. uh, NSFW games, uh, if you want us to play something like Katawa Shujo or something, you know, uh That'd be cool too. Um, so I was thinking that. Um, and then I was thinking five dollars. Uh, if you do five dollars a month, then I will. Well, I don't know. Maybe t- no. Yeah, five. Five's fine. I don't want to. I don't want to charge too much. Five for now. It might go up in time, but right now five. And I should probably keep it that way. Uh, five dollars, and we will read out your name at the end of the episode. Uh, you are one of the cogs in the machine that keeps the steam machine rolling. So we would like to thank you, you know, for that. And then I was thinking like 10, 15 bucks. I haven't really decided. Um, But you would get to choose a game from our list that gets moved up to next. 
And if you have the means, you could join the show and talk with us about it. And I only say if you have the means because I don't want people to struggle to try to, like, call up on their phone and it just give them issues. Yeah. Yeah. But if you had the means to, like, if you've got headset and Discord, really that's all you need yeah. is a headset and Discord. Yeah, you just need a, a laptop and a headset. And you could even do because it. Of this pandemic, because of this pandemic, who doesn't have that now? Even, even <laughs> like, you could use your smartphone and uh, a headset as long as we can hear you and I can record yeah. it through OBS, you know. But we've got a fuckload of games, and I'm sure that there are games on there that people are like, man, I really can't wait for... I don't know, Blackguard 2, but... Corpse Party, Blood Drive. That, no, that game has already been talked about, sir. I can't wait for them to pull that game again. No, no, no. That game will never get pulled again. I, that, yeah. that, that game was played and kicked the fuck off the list. Fuck that game. Now, yeah. if I ever get the original Corpse Party, I'm down. Because I've heard that that one's really good. It's in a completely different graphical style. But, you know. uh, but yeah, you know, so... I don't know, 10, 15, I don't know. I'll, I'll hash it out. Uh, I just don't want to come off sounding like greedy or anything. But yeah. personally, at the moment, uh, I cannot find work for shit. So trying to find ways to make money from home has been a thing. And uh, so I would also like to just, that makes me think of uh, anybody who's bought a shirt. Um, Kana, uh, KB, uh, I know I ordered one. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. I want to try to do like a collage of some sort of all the people who have a shirt and i'll just like add to it as people get more um i'll try to do it a little differently than tadpog has theirs because i know they've got one too but mm-hmm. like i just think that that's a cool way to like show off our fans like hey man these people like our two stupid asses enough to buy a shirt and like wear our shit so right. fucking can't thank you enough i kana was looking awesome in that shirt when she shared the picture of her wearing it so I'm stoked. Mine should be here tomorrow. I'll be posting a picture of me in it whenever I get it. Um, and oh, real quick, let me let me check. Let me check our iTunes. Oh s- yeah. See if we're still sitting at. Yeah, we're still sitting at still seven si- seven five star reviews. Yeah, we're not we're not even at rookie numbers yet. We're still still waiting for batting practice. So we've gotten. Another uh, text review, not just the rating. Oh, yeah. It's from uh, Shinjin29, so whoever that is, thank you very much. It says, uh, formula for success. Two guys talking about video games with an interesting perspective and entertaining stories. I see nothing wrong here. Appreciate the five-star review, man. Anybody who's left a five-star review, I appreciate it. Um, If you get us to ten five-stars, we need three more five-star reviews. I got another game code to give away. I actually have a lot of fucking game codes to give away. So keep making these ratings climb and I will keep giving away games. But you get let's yeah. get it to ten and that would be awesome. And honestly, um I want to set up one uh a giveaway for people who share the show because that would help us out a lot. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out ways for the show to reach more people. So if you listen and you like the show, uh share it with your friends. Uh, post it on your Facebook if uh, if you don't mind posting something as explicit as our show on your Facebook. If you do, I understand that. Uh, tweet us out. You know, uh, post us to your OnlyFans. Post us to your Discord. Listen to us while you're having sex. Something. 
like get us out there you got a you got a girl or a guy over it's the first time you ever came over you know you guys are getting down and dirty fucking throw on throw on an episode of us man let our voices soothe you to orgasm you got this you got this we believe in you <laughs> but please yeah uh share the show uh like us on facebook um i know all of that is in the outro now which which is nice i don't have to like run through it all the time even though i wanted no. i want to do it i'm like I'm so used to it. It's like I just need to – I want to fire that yeah. out there. But um, one thing that I don't think is in there is the, the Facebook group, uh, the Steam Machine Podcast Lounge. Come join us. It's a small crew right now, man, but we're sharing memes and talking about video games. Uh, everybody was sharing their rigs, their computer rigs the other day. I don't know if you got a chance to peep in and see that. But uh, Hans, what a big dick computer that guy's got. Yeah. No, that was definitely some BDE like with that flex like i was like damn son look at that he's got a fucking 3090 like jeez i can't i can't i can't wait for tax time when i can build mine well look let, let me go ahead and tell you that graphics card flex all over it that graphics card he's got is like 1200 bucks or something like that it's fucking yeah no I'm, I'm i'm probably dropping a lot so well let's see let's see if you can build a pc more powerful than mine it won't be hard yeah. <laughs> it won't be hard uh yeah, man, he he showed his off. It was awesome. Uh, James Hall was showing off his and his wife's. Um, I showed off mine. I think Taylor even popped in and shot a picture of hers. And our uh, the other the other Dalton Dalton, <laughs> he shared his as well. And he dude him, him and uh, Hans both have those fucking monitors that are as wide as both of my monitors put together. Like it's just one. It's just that's insane. But I get it. You want that field of view. <laughs> to be as max as possible everyone's got these awesome builds and i'm just got a fucking laptop hey man from walmart hey man it'll make it all that much sweeter when you can just like take a picture of your computer and post it out there and it'll just be like thud yeah here's my dick motherfuckers what's yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> well uh other other than the confusion so like if we didn't really go into too much depth on either of these games uh apologies we fucked up <laughs> but we hope yeah. we hope we still made the you know what we had and did uh, inter- yeah. entertaining. So, uh, is there anything else you'd like to touch on, brother? Um, did we run Steamy for the next game? No, we didn't. Oh my god, fucking good I call. Was sitting here, I was just sitting here thinking, like, what is our next game? I was like, um, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot, is what it is. All right, let me let me run him. All right, he is blinking at me, blinking at me, blinking at me. Two fifty one, and on our randomized list. Number 251 is going to be, drumroll, Far Cry 4. Far Cry 4. Nice. I love Far Cry 4, but I've never beat it. I had it on PS3. Yeah. I'm PS3, Jesus Christ. I had it on PS4. Um, fun, fun little fact about this game that I'll probably bring up on the next episode, too. Um, you can beat this game in like 20 minutes. Nice. In the very beginning, because I know you, and I know you'll want to try this, so I'm going to go ahead and just tell you this now. Uh... When the game starts up, you meet pagan men, right? And some crazy shit happens, and he goes to take care of it, and he says, wait here, I'll be back in like 15, 20 minutes. Well, then the game gives you the opportunity to move, and then you just get up and leave, and the game starts, right? But if you sit there and wait for 15 or 20 minutes, he will come back, and he will take you to do what you came to do, and you guys will do it, and then you'll talk about going to get lunch and go shoot some guns, and you'll get into a fucking helicopter and fly off, and the game's over. 
Nice. I'm totally doing that. <laughs> you should, so we can talk about it more in depth and stuff. But yeah, man, Far Cry 4, I look forward to it. It's uh, diving into Asian, I think it's an Asian land, so look out for tigers. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say, look out for tigers. All right, nice. well, for this week, he's Ryan, I'm Dalton, and as always, guys, take it easy. Facebook and join our group, the Steam Machine Podcast Lab. You can also find us on Twitter at Steam underscore podcast. We thank everyone for listening, and as always, we'll catch you next.